The Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB. So we've been doing the weather all. We try to give you as much information on weather and traffic as we possibly can without being all weather and traffic. And so when you do the forecast this many times, you go, wow, man, like, where's the heat? Where's the heat been? Today, the high is 20. Uh, Tomorrow, it's 23, which is going to be good. It's fine. Sunshine at 23 tomorrow is absolutely fine. I wouldn't call it beach weather. Like, that's 28-ish on the beach. 23 is okay. But then back to rain on Wednesday at 20, and it looks long range that we're going to be stuck around 19, 21, kind of rainy, a little bit misty. Where's the heat? Didn't that we had Dave Phillips, the senior climatologist for Environment Canada on, I'm going to say week before last. And I was worried talking to Dave, I'll admit, because I had heard already that the forecast for the summer was going to be below normal temperatures and normal rain. And so I said that to Dave, and Dave said, no, no, no. As a matter of fact, the opposite, warmer than normal. It's not going to be like that all the time. Not every day are we going to have 28 in sunshine. He said, but the general vibe, the general feel, at the end of the summer, when we put all the statistics together, what Dave said was that we'll find out it was warmer than average. They really qualify their remarks, don't they, these weather guys? Because, right? Look, just go outside. They can really say anything and we'll buy it, these weather guys. And I find that amazing because some people, politicians, spend their lives building up credibility. And these weather guys, they just get it. We give it to them. You're a weather guy, you must be right. I wonder if it's like that for, for weather people in life. Dave says the Bombers are going to win the Grey Cup this year. Okay, I guess we don't have to bother with the season then. Dave says... Speaking of the Bombers, some final cuts were made this past weekend as they pared down their roster to 46 active players with 10 practice roster spots in the injured list, which is kind of spurious when you think about it. Hey, this guy uh, is on the injured list, but he's not injured. Oh, no, 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 he's hurt. See, look, hangnail. We'll get the Clippers, get him back on the field. Get the Clippers. Well, it's not that easy. You clip that nail, might cause a nasty infection. No, no, no. This needs 7 to 10 days. (laughs) That's good enough for the one-game injured list. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure you know by now, the Bombers have the first week bye this year. They don't play this coming week. Everybody else does, but the Bombers wait until Canada Day to open the season in Regina, that beautiful brand spanking new stadium they've got out there. I've done my CFL predictions as far as the standings are concerned. Would you like to hear them? Yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> Jerry, thank you. I was worried about you guys listening, but I know that Jerry, he's definitely interested in what I'm saying here. Let's start in the East, shall we? Because I, I, I've, I've researched all of the teams. I've read their training camp reports, and I see what they're doing, what they're not doing. Hamilton, as long as Zach Calaro stays healthy this year, will finish in first. Then Toronto just because of their new coach and GM, will finish second. And they cut Drew Willie, which was a smart move. Hey, remember Willie Peg? Montreal will finish third. That's if uh, their new quarterback stays healthy. And Ottawa, Grey Cup champion, Ottawa Red Blacks will finish fourth. 
in the West, a little tougher to tell. Number one, first place will be either Calgary, Winnipeg, Edmonton, or BC. Uh, Second place will be Winnipeg or maybe Edmonton, BC, or Calgary. Third place, BC, possibly Edmonton, maybe Calgary, or Winnipeg. Fourth place, Edmonton, BC, Winnipeg, or Calgary. And fifth place, Saskatchewan. You have no idea how happy that makes me, making that prediction. You may be a Ryder fan. You may be mad with what I just said. But you want to know what? I don't care. All NHL teams had to release their list of protected players yesterday. As expected, the Jets protected Hellebuck, Bufflin, Truba, Myers, Wheeler, Shifley, Armia, Lowry, Perot, Kopp. Left exposed, Toby Enstrom, who was only one of two players in the entire league to waive their no-movement clause, the other being Marc-Andre Fleury of the Pittsburgh Penguins, but probably not for too much longer. Uh, else, uh, other personnel on the Jets that Vegas can pick? Ben Sherratt, Paul Postma, Marco Dano, Sean Matthias, or is it Matthias? Michael Hutchinson, Chris Thorburn, Andre Pavlik, Mark Stewart, Peluso, a few minor leaguers. No, Peluso does not have a first name. Just Peluso. Notable players left exposed to Vegas, league-wide now. Bobby Ryan, James Neal, Marc-Andre Fleury, Sammy Votnin. That's surprising. Colton Sissons, Roberto Luongo, Mark Mathot, another surprising one. Dan Hamhoos, Zach Bogosian, Eric Stahl, Thomas Placanic, Dustin Brown. Some big names there, but hold your horses, people. Before we continue, we should point out that some of these, quote, exposed, unquote, players could still be protected by a side deal made by their current team with Vegas. Listen, George McPhee. I'm going to leave this guy exposed, but if you don't pick him, I'll give you so-and-so draft pick next year. Is it a done deal? Yep. Next. Vegas has made it completely clear they're looking to build through the draft, much like the Jets have done. Although, they'll be able to pick enough decent players to ice a competitive team this year, and I guess that was the whole idea behind this expansion draft to begin with. We won't know who made side deals with Vegas until Wednesday night at 7 o'clock when the draft happens should be on Sportsnet. Each team will lose just one player. All this hype for months about the expansion draft, this new team coming in, and each team loses just one player. A little over the top? Maybe. By the way, my prediction for the Jets, they lose Marco Dano. Young player, lots of upside, which is just what Vegas is looking for. You know, this team might be pretty good in their first year. Fleury, Stahl, Ryan, maybe. But you know what I can't believe? I can't believe I'm talking hockey and it's June 19th. Let's not. There's a musical giant who celebrated a birthday yesterday. Listen. Paul McCartney, 75. The iconic singer, songwriter, and bassist hit the milestone just a couple of weeks after the Beatles' best-selling album, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, turned 50. Yes, McCartney wasn't even 25 when he co-wrote one of rock's most iconic works. And he's still at it. The Sgt. Pepper's 50th anniversary re-release is back in the top five on the charts. He's in the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie, and he kicks off a new tour next month in Miami. Jason Nathanson, ABC News. Uh, Jason, Jason giving McCartney credit for a day in the life. Uh, I would have to say that's a Lennon song. However, they both contributed some pretty important pieces to that tune. But overall, that's a Lennon song. Big Beatle fan. I have some cred on the matter. But hey, 
Speaking of McCartney and the Jets, why not put them together both? There you go. Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB.